Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self Made Podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Turcha, and this is where we talk all things health, wellness, lifestyle, business, and mindset. All right, you guys, this is going to be a solo episode. Um, and we're going to be talking all things intuitive eating. I've been very excited to record this podcast episode because honestly, intuitive eating has completely changed my life and it's healed my relationship with food. So it's honestly been a huge factor in my fitness journey and has gotten to me where I am today. And so I don't know. I'm just very passionate about it. I feel like you guys, if you follow me on any of my social media, you probably can see that. Um, I've tried all the diets. I've tried macro tracking and none of it's stuck, and I'm just, I've always reverted back to intuitive eating, and it's just the healthiest way for me to live, so with that being said, I'm going to be kind of sharing with you guys um, everything that I think was wrong in my past, you know, macro tracking lifestyles or diet lifestyles, why they didn't work for me, um, and explain how I kind of made that transition from macro tracking to eating intuitively and then why I think it works best for me and just like the differences I've noticed in my life since intuitively eating. But before I get into this episode, I do want to throw a little disclaimer that this is not me throwing any hate, any shame um, against macro tracking. Um, I do think it's a great tool. I think if you really want to see results, that is probably the best, most like scientifically exact way to get results. Um, but like I said, it just doesn't work for everybody. And I was one of those people who it didn't necessarily work for. It actually really hindered my relationship with food. Um, but I think it's a great tool and it definitely did teach me a lot about how to portion out food, what a serving size looks like, kind of ballpark, how much food I should be eating a day. Just, it did, it was a great tool. Um, it just wasn't something that I could see lasting forever. The longevity of it just, it wasn't something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And with that, I guess just all diets really aren't sustainable in my lifestyle. Um, but like I said, this is just me sharing my journey and my experience. By no means is this me telling you to stop macro tracking, to get off a diet, which I mean, I personally don't love diets and I don't really promote them, but that's your choice to make. And I don't want to tell you what to do. I'm not your dietitian. I'm not your doctor. I'm not none of that. Um, I'm not even certified as a nutritionist. This is just literally my experience and I'm going to kind of walk you guys through my journey with food and my relationship with it and how it's kind of like had its peaks and valleys due to the different different like decisions that I've made. But like I said, you guys, I've literally tried probably every single diet over the course of my fitness journey. Um, but this was, like I said, probably an eight year like time period, but I've literally done it all. I did vegan for like a week or something as like a challenge to see if I liked it. Did not like that. Um, one time I gave up like meat completely for Lent. So I was pretty much like pescatarian. That was terrible. Um, <laughs> I literally ate no protein in my diet, but that was when I was also uneducated on the importance of protein. And so I was pretty much just eating carbs. And I, now that I look back, I definitely regret doing that. And I saw a lot of like hinder to my progress, my muscle gain. And I just wasn't doing it right. I wasn't supplementing it for like tofu or like lentils or beans. I was probably literally eating like 50 or fewer grams of protein a day when I was doing like the no meat diet. Um, but I've even tried like a low carb diet one time. Um, I've done intermittent fasting. I used to do that in high school and I just, that didn't work for me. There's a lot of studies on that and I think it could work for people. But the reason that didn't work for me is because I literally, I did like the, I did like the 16-8 um, intermittent fasting block time period where I would eat for eight hours a day and fast for 16. So I would eat from like noon to eight. 
Um, and that was terrible because one, I would work out fasted at like 11 or noon. I'd go to Orange Theory fasted. I don't know how I did that. Looking back like that is so terrible. I probably was messing up my hormones, my cortisol, like literally starving. I don't know how I didn't pass out doing that. Um, but then I was so ravenous. I was so starving when I come home, I would just eat so much food. And so it was like, it honestly began almost like a binge cycle because I felt like in that eight hours I needed to eat so much food, even to the points when I wasn't hungry. I was like nervous, like, oh my gosh, like when I was getting close to like the end of like the block of eating time, like my eating window, I would stress out because I'm like, oh my gosh, I need to eat all this food so I'm not hungry and starving for the 16 hours that I can't eat. And so that was just like a poor decision on my end because like I said, that wasn't healthy for me. I was like overeating or under eating and I didn't like being starving and having low energy levels and it just didn't work for me. Um, but like I said, I've also even done, like you guys recently saw, like the gut health, like very restrictive gut health diet. And that wasn't even a diet, but that was just like a way of eating. Um, and I still actively focus on gut health while I eat. Um, but I was so hardcore about that. And I've just kind of learned more about myself is like, I just need to eat how I feel like eating for the day. And I think that's okay. And I do take care of my body. I limit the artificial crap. I, I limit all of like the processed inflammatory oils. Like there's a lot of foods that I limit, but I can't just completely cut stuff out of my diet. Like that's even my kind of perspective on alcohol. I never want to say I'll never drink again because I feel like just by me saying that and knowing my headspace and my, my like relationship with, I guess, restrictiveness it's, it doesn't go well. And I always like crave what I can't have. So it's like when I know it's an option, when I know it's a choice, I'm very okay with like not having it. So that's why I think intuitive eating works so great for me because I'm like, I can eat however I want. There's no foods I can't eat. There's no foods I can't eat. I honor my body. I honor my cravings. Um, and yeah, but like I said, while I intuitively eat, I still focus on like gut health. I try to eat a very diverse diet. I eat very minimal artificial sweeteners. Um, I've cut back on caffeine. I, I really was promoting it a lot probably a year ago and I definitely kind of fumbled it a bit over the summer, but I'm now that I'm back into a very like, I would say healthy headspace with intuitive eating and my diet and everything. Um, I've been able to kind of reapply a lot of that in a better, healthier sense. Kind of like I just mentioned how it's when I want, I like, I eat whatever I want, but it's, I gravitate towards the gut health friendly foods because that's what my body craves and that's what I enjoy eating and that's how I feel my best. Um, but yeah, I guess now I kind of want to talk about just why I feel like macro tracking, um, and diets in general, I guess just never worked for me. Um, but like I said, it was just overly restrictive. I don't do well with restricting. I don't think many people do. Um, that's even another reason I'd never want to compete is just because I don't think I would do well in a very restrictive diet like that, like coming off of it. I think it would be really difficult for me and I just don't want to live my life in that way. Like I don't want to restrict. I love, I love food. I enjoy food. I enjoy cooking and making healthy recipes and taste testing and trying new foods. And when I follow these diets or when I macro track, I feel like I lost that leisure you know like that enjoyment of food and i do think food is fuel and it's not all for enjoyment i mean there's some foods that i eat because they're healthy for me and because they're good for my body um but it was funny because i was listening to a podcast and it was kind of talking about how over the years mainly in like the u.s and stuff but honestly all countries we've just made food almost taste too good like we crave it and that's like not really natural for our bodies 
to be eating things so sweet and so loaded with sugar. It's really actually, it's just not normal. So um, I guess that kind of just goes with saying how I don't necessarily eat foods that always taste like amazing. Like I will drink bone broth. I hate the taste of it, but it's really good for my body. That's kind of what I mean by that. But another reason that macro tracking just personally didn't work for me was because I literally would feel guilty if I didn't hit my macros that day and it would throw my mood off. It would create this like downward spiral. I would seriously be mad. I'd be in a bad mood. I'd be sad. My body image would be bad because I'm like, oh my gosh, like I didn't hit my macros perfectly. I'm either going to gain weight. I'm going to lose muscle. Like all these things would go through my head and it would stress me out. And it's literally all I could think about. It over like took my mind and food and hitting my macros was the freaking priority in everything I did. I was always thinking about food. I was thinking about my next meal, my next snack. It was it was really unhealthy. Like I honestly don't think that's that isn't normal. And I if that is you and you're like, oh my gosh, that's me. Like I think about food constantly, then maybe kind of reflect on what you're doing because and I, now that I intuitively eat, I don't constantly think about food. Food is more of like a fuel source when I'm getting tired, when I feel like my blood sugar is dropping, when I'm hungry, I eat. You know. So I think that was one of the main reasons was because I just noticed how much it was taking over my energy and my mind and my thoughts and that can be used much better elsewhere and that is just in a healthy, that isn't healthy, that that relationship with thinking about food all the time was just hindering so many things in my life. And another thing that I really struggled with was, was how specific macro tracking had to be and the time it took and the energy it took to weigh out every single thing you ate or prep snacks and meals, everything to a tea before I left the house every single day. If I knew I was going to be gone, I'd have to pack my meals and weigh them out and portion it exactly. Um, like I would go on trips with my friends or little road trips and like I would, and I typically honestly do pack my own food anyways, just cause I'm like a little foodie. I like what I eat, but like having to weigh out everything and I couldn't like try a bite of their food or have whatever they were having if I wanted it and craved it. Um, I hated that and that is just like sad like looking back I missed out on a lot of that kind of stuff and fortunately I only macro tracked like two times in my life and they were for less than six months at a time so I really haven't missed out on too much but it's crazy how much I noticed in those two like periods of time Um, and the other thing about the specifics was I hated when I would be like say making eggs for breakfast and I would throw some ketchup on my plate or like a sauce and a meal and I weighed out my ketchup my freaking ketchup what if I wanted more ketchup for my eggs and I would just eat them plain because I didn't want to like use the macros because I didn't want to use too much ketchup because I wanted to eat something else later. Or if I'd already tracked the ketchup and I put it on my plate, weighed it out, but all my eggs were gone and I still had ketchup left. I felt like I had to like spoon feed myself ketchup and that's literally disgusting. Like I want to add some sauce when I need it, add more if I want it, don't eat it, don't finish it if I don't want it. Like I felt like I was force feeding myself or completely restricting myself to things that I wanted. And that's just, again, not a healthy mindset for me. Um, But when I was tracking macros, I found myself eating the exact same foods every single day just because I knew kind of where my macros could be. I knew if I ate this for breakfast, this for lunch, this for dinner, like I would hit it perfect. Um, And there's no diversity in that. And one, that's really poor for your gut health. You should be eating a ton of different plants for your microbiome. And it's just, I've... If you want to watch my YouTube video on gut health, I talk all about it, Um, literally deep dive into it. I was so passionate and I really still am because it's mind blowing how much your brain and your gut are connected Um, and all of like your dopamine is produced or serotonin, sorry, not dopamine, serotonin is produced in your gut. So like 
when you're literally eating these exact same foods every single day, you're just depleting that. And it's sad because I definitely saw those effects in myself. Um, and it's boring eating the same foods every single day. Like I like trying new things. I like creating new recipes, new meals. And it was sad because I noticed myself less and less baking and creating fun recipes for TikTok. Like that was one of the things that really, I think blew up for me on TikTok was my fun recipes. And when I would macro track or like when I was tracking, I wasn't ever creating those recipes because I didn't know what the macros would be or I would create them, but they were full of all these like artificial sweeteners and crap that really is not good for your body. And I was literally eating like sugar-free syrup and sugar-free this, sugar-free that, um, adding a bunch of gums to like bulk up my like protein ice cream, stuff like that. And those are just not good for your body. Um, and it's just like, I wasn't eating healthy and I felt unhealthy doing that, you know, like just because I was getting leaner because I was tracking my macros and I was in a deficit doesn't mean I was getting healthier. I was actually doing the opposite, both physically and mentally. So yeah, it was just a huge, huge kind of like eye-opening experience doing this and now being in a healthy headspace with food and kind of looking back and just seeing all of the different things that I would do while doing this. It's just really sad. But I do think that because I tracked macros, it affected my view on food like so much. Like it's even now, sometimes I'm looking at a meal and I'm like, oh gosh, how much protein's in that? Like, ooh, do I think there's too much fat? And like, I catch myself and I stop and it doesn't happen a lot. It very rarely happens, but it's because I still did that. Like that's still part of my mental, I guess, relationship with food sometimes is it's hard for me to like erase that and like erase that view of macros. Um, the one thing I do probably focus on is protein and I I can do that healthily. Protein's really important and that's really my main focus in every single meal. Um, so I do look at a meal and I'm like, okay, is there at least 20 grams of protein in this? And that's typically what I think. I'm like, is there a full serving or do I need to bulk it up with some more protein or have another snack soon or, you know, um, but that's the only time I would say I view food as like a macro now, but before it was constant. It was all the time. So I guess if any of those relate to you and you're kind of like, wow, that's me and you don't want it to be because like I said, if you deal, if you still do choose to track macros, that's your choice. I'm not telling you what to do. It's just those were a lot of the signs for me that it wasn't right for me and that those were a lot of things that caused an unhealthy relationship with food due to doing all of those things. Um, but now I guess I kind of want to talk about how I made that transition from macro tracking to intuitive eating um, because I get a lot of questions on this because it can be really scary when you're exact tracking your calories your macros everything to a t you know what to expect you know if you're gonna be in a deficit or a surplus and a maintenance like some people like that control and that's okay like macro tracking can help people and i've met a lot of people who do come from unhealthy relationships with food such as like having previous eating disorder and when they track macros it actually helped them eat more because they were like oh i can eat this i can eat this and it helped them actually eat if that makes sense um i just had the opposite kind of experience with it but like I said it can be a great tool and it really can help you I just from my personal experience it did not help me I felt like I was constantly restricting when I was macro tracking rather than um and maybe that is because I obviously did cut when I was macro tracking um but even vice versa though like I didn't like the feeling of force feeding myself when I wasn't hungry like there would be nights where I still had so many macros left over and I was like sitting there like oh my gosh I have to eat this and this and this and I just wanted to go to bed and I wasn't hungry I was full like I didn't like that like I just want to honor my body honor my hunger cues um but yeah sorry I went on a little rampage ramble about that but I just wanted to kind of clear that up because like I said macro tracking can still be a great tool 
it just wasn't for me. Um, and I don't really want to talk a lot about that because it, I guess it really wasn't a great tool for me. Um, so I don't have that experience, but I think many people do. Um, and you could reach out to someone who did have a better experience with it and does actively macro track if it is something you want to continue to do, or if you're kind of in a bad position with it, but you still want to continue, maybe reach out to them and ask them for tips on how they have a better relationship and view with it. Um, I'm just not your girl for that. I'm going to be completely honest. But if you want to get away from macro tracking, I am your girl and we'll talk about that. So what I always tell people is to slowly transition. I don't think that you should like cold turkey completely stop tracking, especially if you've been doing it for a long period of time. I think the best way to do it would be to um, slowly kind of take away. Like if you track obviously every single meal, every single snack, stop tracking your snacks throughout the day. If you're going to have a protein bar or like some popcorn, just get a bowl of popcorn, don't track it, um, and do little bits like that, and you could still track your meals, and then once you kind of get better with that, maybe stop tracking your breakfast, or stop tracking your dinner, track the other two things, and just slowly kind of peel away from it, um, or the other option could be like you track just your protein, you don't track your fats or your carbs, you just track your protein for the day, um, and then slowly it'll get easier with not tracking every single possible thing you put in your mouth, and you can kind of ease away from it in that sense. And that's how I did it. I slowly, well, I slowly just like didn't track my dinners and my snacks. And then I stopped tracking my lunch. And then I stopped tracking my breakfast. And I just slowly released me from it. And I think that was the healthiest way to do it. Because I feel like if you completely cut it off, it can be a bit of chaos. It can cause a lot of stress, anxiety of like losing that control. Um, so yeah, definitely don't recommend just completely cutting it out. At least for me, it just didn't, I would never do that. But now let's talk a lot about the positives of intuitively eating and why I think it works great for me and the beauty in it and everything. All positive vibes because I feel like we had a lot of negatives just there. Um, But intuitive eating. So honestly, what it is, if you guys, I guess I never really explained it, is just kind of listening to your body, honoring your body, eating when you're hungry, stopping when it's full, eating what you want. Um, There's no rules. You eat whenever you want however much you want um again like you should still have a healthy portion control like you shouldn't be like eating so much and going crazy you know like you need to have a healthy relationship with food but intuitive eating is just being in tune with your body and your hunger cues and um i think it's really cool because you can still eat gut friendly doing this you can cycle sync while intuitively eating and that's something i'm getting into um i started like seed cycling which you eat different seeds based on the amount of like estrogen your body produces some seeds i guess help like cut back on the like surge of estrogen your body releases in the certain phases of your cycle and then the other helps um, balance it out essentially what the seeds do um and so i like doing that and there's like certain foods you should eat when you're in like your follicular phase versus your menstrual phase your ovulation phase like all these different phases there's different foods and i think that's really cool because you can kind of play around and you can still do that when you track macros, I guess. Um, I think it's just easier for me to do it when I was eating intuitively, like, because like I said, when I was tracking macros, I was eating the same food all the time because it was just easier that way. Um, so yeah. And I also just like to honor my cravings, like different points of the day or different points of the month. You know, I crave different things. I want different things. Um, And I love that. I love honoring what my body wants and what it's craving. Sometimes I want red meat. Sometimes I want fatty fish. Sometimes I want a big bowl of rice. Sometimes I want a nice smoothie bowl and like a big salad, you know, like I just crave different things and I just kind of eat whatever I want. And I think that really helped heal my relationship with food. Um, And like I said, you can eat a very wide variety of foods when you do this. Um, I, 
I mean, you still can when you mac track macros. Well, I keep saying mac track rows completely backwards. So sorry. Um, I mean, you can still do that when you track, but it's just so much easier when you intuitively eat because I don't know. It's easy just to throw in a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Try this, try that. Like it's a lot less thinking and you can just kind of, I don't know, have fun, play around with food. Um, and I really like how creative I've gotten since I've intuitively ate. Um, I've tried a lot of different recipes and dinners. I love baking. I love cooking. And that's something that was a huge thing for me is like, I noticed I just stopped doing that when I was tracking like the baking, like I never had any fun recipes and that was really sad. So that's like something I guess I just like enjoy doing and love and have a passion for. So that's a huge benefit for me. And I think that's why it works so well for me is because I could still now do those things I'm passionate about and I wasn't restricting any of that. Um, and like I said, I can just have fun with eating. I can go out with my friends. I can do it for a leisure, fun activity, and I don't feel guilty. I can go have dinner with my friends, not think about it, get an appetizer, have a bite of their food, have a bite of whoever's food, you know, like you can just not stress and you can just enjoy the food, the company, because food is a very, um, like social thing and I feel like before I would kind of avoid those situations like going out to dinners or like little like dinner parties um stuff like that I would try to like avoid and I didn't like it because how was I going to track how was I going to do that or I just like simply couldn't go because I'm like I'm tracking I don't know what's in that I can't eat it like that's so sad like I was missing out on so much um so I guess getting that kind of gave me a little bit of my life back that I really enjoyed um and like I said, I think the biggest benefit and the biggest reason I love it is that it's sustainable. Like I, and I don't really think anyone could like track macros their entire life, you know, like how do you, like I'm very futuristic. I look very forward and it's like, what? I needed to just learn how to eat intuitively, learn how to create a balanced meal, learn how to heal my relationship with food because that is what in the long run and like long-term what's important. And I was like, I need to learn how to, if I need to maybe cut down if how, how I can do that intuitively eating because that's sustainable. That's realistic for me. I don't want to have to be tracking macros every single time I want to cut down a little bit or bulk up. And honestly, I'm kind of overcutting and bulking. I just kind of honor my body and train how I want. But if there was a point where I thought I needed to do one or the other, like I feel like I can still do that while intuitively eating. Um, but I really just don't do any of that because I just, I don't know. I just let my body do its thing. I trust my body and where it goes is where it goes weight wise body fat wise you know anyway but i just think the easiest way to make and like live is just to make like balanced meals have a healthy protein have a healthy fat have a healthy carb um in every single meal but you don't have to track it just like that's how you create a balanced meal that's going to make you feel good feel sustained feel energized um empower you through the day because like i said food is fuel food is medicine food is so important um, and I just have really fallen in love with the beauty of it, I guess. And like how you can literally heal your body with food. Um, that's really my passion right now and what I'm really into clearly. Um, so yeah. So I guess, like I said, just the few differences that I've noticed while intuitively eating was that I just in general think about food a lot less. Like I don't really think about it until I'm either like my stomach's growling or I'm like, Ooh, what should I make for like a fun recipe? Like it's just not, it's not the front thing on my mind all the time anymore and that is so relieving because that really consumes you and that really hinders your life in a lot of other ways um and I just think my again my gut health has really benefited benefited from it because when I was tracking I was eating a lot of those macro-friendly foods the sugar-free a lot of like artificial and like fillers and I wasn't looking at the ingredients you know I was really just looking at the macros 
on the back of the package. I was eating a lot more prepackaged stuff um, rather than like wholesome, made by me, homemade foods, foods from the earth. You know, I was eating a lot of processed food and that's really mm, gross to me, honestly. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just think all in all too, my relationship with food is so much better. My mindset's so much better with it. I know I've said that a million times, but that's the biggest reason why I don't track macros is because it just puts me into a restrictive headspace and it throws me off. If I don't hit my macros, it ruins my day. And that's just so sad. I don't think that the way you eat should impact your mood and your head that much. And it really did for me. Um, but yeah, intuitively eating is really giving me my life back. It's given me my energy back. I don't really have energy crashes because I like honor my cravings and my blood sugar. Like I like try to eat a little more throughout the day. Um, when I feel tired or I'm beginning to feel hungry, I have a snack, you know, like I'm able to kind of juggle that better. Um, and I have a lot less cravings actually, because it's like, I'm not restricting anything. I'm not force feeding. I'm not doing anything that I like. I just don't like doing something I have to do, or I don't like being forced to do anything. So it's like macros seemed forced. Like I had to eat this much no matter what no matter if I was hungry, if I was full, couldn't have any more, couldn't have any less. I didn't like that. And that idea caused a lot of cravings and that caused a lot of like binge moments where I would just like crave something so bad that I would just be like, screw it. And I would just like eat it. And then when I was eating it, I would overeat it and I would kind of binge out on it. Cause I was like nervous, like, oh, when's the next time I can get people to eat this, you know? Cause I'm like, oh, I'm ready this deep. It doesn't matter. So I just kind of go crazy. And that again is really, really unhealthy. And that's the only time I've really ever experienced like anything to that extent of like binge eating um and it was only when I was like tracking macros so I guess those are the reasons that I intuitively eat that's how I kind of made my transition and that's why macro tracking doesn't work for me but like I said I don't want to demonize macro tracking if it works for you that's amazing do what works best for you but if you're struggling with tracking macros and you want to cut back I hope this helped and I hope this inspired you to maybe try intuitively eating. If you ever guys have any messages or questions, message me because I would love to help. Um, this is something I'm really passionate about because I've really went through it um, and experienced it firsthand and talked to a lot of people who also have as well. Um, so like I said, I always link my Instagram below. You can DM me and yeah, um, thank you guys so much for listening. That was kind of a shorter episode. My solo ones typically are, but uh, it means a lot for me. Um, that you guys listen and that you guys are sharing my episodes like seriously the amount of times i've cried since starting this podcast is absolutely insane because i'm not a crier but i probably cry at least every single monday when i upload an episode because i get at least one to like 20 messages from you guys about your stories and how you connected and it's just so cool because i feel like this podcast has like just opened a completely new way for me to connect with you guys and i feel like it's truly coming from like heart like there's I'm, I'm not getting paid to say anything. I'm not getting forced to say anything. Like this is truly just like me sharing my experience, my journey, my life. And it's so cool. Like I just really, this podcast is my favorite thing ever. And I love you guys so much. And I just want you to know that. So thank you so much for listening. Um, and like I said, if you ever have any questions, let me know. Um, oh, and I wanted to mention if you made it to the end of this episode, <laughs> I do have an Instagram for the self-made podcast. I'll also link that below, but I upload like whenever I upload an episode. And then I also do like another additional post every week. And I'm going to try to get more active th- over time on that Instagram. But now I pretty much post like twice a week. But if you want to follow that, that'd be amazing. I would appreciate it. Um, and I appreciate you guys. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Love you. Chat later. Bye.